Hey everybody, welcome to Real Talk Real Estate. I am your host, Remy Morva, and today we are sitting down with Andrew Peary from Niagara-on-the-Lake. All right, everybody, on the, on the line is Andrew Perry, sales representative with Revel uh, Realty down in Niagara Falls, Niagara-on-the-Lakes. Um, how you doing? Very good, my man. How you guys doing today? We are doing great. We really appreciate you uh, coming on and giving uh, agents some value about uh, everything your experience and uh, everything that you're doing right now. I really enjoy um, anyone, everyone that's listening. You guys have to check Andrew out. Uh, tons of content. You're pumping out tons of stuff. And we're going to get into that because that's kind of the main focus. I want to talk about uh, your your marketing strategies, the, your content strategy, and uh, kind of everything that. Uh, you're doing out there because you're doing a lot. And uh, I also want to get into how you manage your time with everything that you're doing and you're, you're on multiple interviews <laughs> and things like that. So um, before we get into the nitty gritty of what you you're doing, every, all your videos, all your social media content, um, I just want to get kind yeah. of a, a little bit of a history on Andrew Perry. Where'd you come from? Where, what brought you into real estate and you know, your story up until now. Okay, man. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate, uh, you know, all the kind words and the support. Uh, well, you know what, I guess I would say this journey started about, you know, when I was 25, I think is really when my life started to uh, take a turn uh, for the better, for the better. So, you know what, I started, started in sales in 2000 in around 14 uh, with an American gym company. And that's where I started to kind of develop the sales, the business ownership, all the foundations uh, for the systems that I needed to become successful. And from there, it was almost a no brainer. Once once I kind of was mentored to the max and I felt like I've reached the capacity of where I was, um, you know, it was kind of time to go out on my own. And the next best thing in my mind, which was real estate, it was kind of a no brainer for me. And then, um, you know what, it's been a fast, uh, <laughs> intense past 14 months, but, uh, I, I'm very happy that I made that decision and, uh, I'm definitely happy that I did. So you've been in real estate for 14 months, 14 months now, man, December, 2016 a- is uh, when the license came in the mail. So coming from a background in sales, it was kind of an easy transition for you or what were some of the challenges for any of these agents that are starting out as well? Well, well that's, a, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The, the business is, business is all the same. Sales is all the same It's the products that are different. And of course the, the people are variables as well, but it was an easy transition when you, when you, when it comes to systemizing your business. So right down from what are you doing as soon as you wake up, how are you marketing yourself? How are, how's your belly to belly? How's your, how's your communication skills, your relationship building skills. And honestly, it was just an easy transfer from one industry to the other. Uh, I just kind of had to figure out, uh, you know, the paperwork and the back end side of things. But then again, there, there's so much training out there when you're, when you're looking for brokerages now that it's really a second uh, thought in your mind. What you really need to start thinking about is how you can get yourself out there in the market and be different. 
Hmm. And speaking about brokerages, what brought you to Revel? Um, You know, it's not one of the, not one of the big names. A lot of new agents will, you know, generally, um, you know, go towards some of the, the bigger brokerages for either training or, you know, to have that badge on their, on their business card. Uh, mm-hmm. What brought you to, to Revel? And I know you guys have multiple offices, but uh, it's definitely not a brokerage that I had heard of before meeting you. Yeah. So I originally started out with Royal LePage. So I was with Royal LePage for just about 12 months. So November 25th is when I left Royal Page, and I was, I chose Royal Page because absolutely they're, they're training and they had the market share here in the Niagara region. So it was, it was almost a no brainer. And, and plus the owners and the uh, managers were, were phenomenal. But the reason why I chose to lose or sorry, to leave an international brand is because I thought I was sacrificing my growth and the opportunities that I needed to become the success story that I really wanted. And, and Revel provides that their training is bar none. They, they train more than any other brokerage that I've ever been to sat in on or, or spoke with uh, agents who work there. And not only that, it's that they keep current. So they vlog, they do events they're They've won social media awards. So it was a no brainer for me to choose them as the next step in my business. But it's, I'm, I'm very happy that you brought up the fact that there's multiple offices because when I first started thinking about making that switch, they didn't have multiple offers or multiple offices. So, so what does that say to me? That, that shows me that in the short period of time that they've been around, I think they've been out for five years now, um, that they're growing and maybe my office can be the next office that, that they open up down here in Niagara on the Lake. So I, 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 when I was looking at different brokerages, I had to think, okay, so who's got a really good culture? these guys, who's got really good training, these guys, who's got clean, modern offices that really reflect my brand and my services It was these guys. So no matter what, if it's an international brand, if it's a small town brand, it really doesn't matter. It's about the culture, how you feel when you're there. And you know, if, if it aligns with your values. I love it. That's exactly, you know, and I think that's what a lot of uh, a lot more agents are going to be looking for, uh, it's already starting. There's a lot that specific word culture, right. And a lot of people are stuck into this old mentality of real estate and things are changing so quick. The dynamics of it, uh, you know, with the technology and everything that's coming into play, um, it's no longer the same real estate game that, uh, that was around, you know, five, uh, five, six years ago, seven years ago. No. Um, Luckily for you, you're coming into this, uh, you know, having uh, having a lot of success in your first 14 months, um, you know, and I would attest and I imagine you would attest this to the kind of creativity that you're doing. You're, you do a lot of video. I think uh, anyone out there, they can find you on Facebook, Andrew Peary, uh, or you've just also started. I wanted to get into this. We'll get into this quickly and then... Uh, look at your social media strategy and your video content. Um, cause I've seen some of your videos are getting, you know, 1500 views and you're doing a daily kind of vlog. Um, but you've just started the, uh, create your own success company. So a lot of agents I find, um, they, they stay within the box and they don't, you know, they're like, well, what's the, what's the point of me steering away or yeah. concentrating yeah. on other things instead of, I'm just going to do the normal 
you know, proven marketing concepts day in, day out. And I'm not going to step outside of the box. Um, what was the idea be- behind the create your own success and what, like, what's that going to lead to your future success? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Cut out. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? I think, well, yeah. So, so I think I, I think I know where the question was headed. So, I mean, it, it actually, it all started with create your own success. So the company that I was, um, uh, developed was actually before I got into real estate. It was when I was making that transition from, okay, I'm quitting my six figure job. I'm quitting the comfortable, uh, you know, uh, job that I had that was guaranteed income. And I had to do something between the day I quit to the day that I got my real estate license. So I started create your own success and it was more of a sales training gig at first. And and then it developed into more of a marketing and branding company where we were focusing on logos, website, Facebook ads. And then from there, it developed into more of a coaching and consulting business so the reason, and it's a good point that you brought that up, how most agents don't want to go outside their industry. And that's why I, I focused my target market for the SIOS company on now just realtors. And it's funny because I work with all these people that I'm helping. So that's one, that's what, you know, when I look at real estate and how I can change the game, I saw a gap because the guy working right beside you in the same brokerage or a different brokerage in the same town, they're considered to be competitors. And so my goal and my initiatives set out with the SIAS company was to bring agents together so that we can work together as a community, grow together, and we can learn from each other and expand our businesses and make more money. There's tons of business out there for us. And if I can help you get it, and I can help your your other referral partners get it. That's good karma. Whatever you want, there, there's going to be uh, referrals coming, business coming. But it's more important than that. It's about creating relationships and not customers. And that's the whole purpose behind create your own success. Nice. I love the energy too. And it's, you know, um, a, a lot of agents just can't make that leap of, you know, of not being extremely competitive. And I find like that's at our brokerage. It's one thing if you're going to be competitive and steal business from another agent, you're yep. getting, you're going to be out the door, right? We don't need that cancer kind of growing within, uh, within our walls. There's enough, there's enough business for all of our agents to be extremely successful. So it's for us to uplift them, give them the tools to, to, uh, to succeed. And, you know, it's like the idea of this of this podcast to getting in touch with leaders in the real estate community Mm -hmm. and share that knowledge. Like, so anyone, every agent in Ottawa will have access to listen to you guys, you know, and guys like Richard Silver and everything, you, you know, the, too many people stay within their four walls and they don't want to expand their, their mind and share their ideas. Like, you know, it's ideas are, ideas are one thing, but executing them is another thing. So it's not always to be afraid of sharing your ideas and coaching other agents. Right. So, um, so you're huge on video and I love your videos and you obviously don't do them all by yourself. I don't think because they're super well done where a lot of people will dabble (laughs) a little bit, do only do their own. You've started getting into some professional videos and, and concentrating around things. You've done a video uh, that I watched. that's a little bit similar to Richard Silver's idea where it has nothing really to do about you. It's really about, you know, Niagara on the lake and the culture and everything that's going on. What's, what's the idea behind that? And why, why do you think more people aren't doing it? 
Uh, you know what? I the, the what I tend to hear a lot from agents, um, and, and it's that old mentality again, right? It's how much did that cost? How much did that cost? Oh, that's too much. Oh, I only sell three hundred, two hundred thousand dollar homes. I I couldn't, you know, um, take some of that commission, and it's just not enough to invest into uh, new marketing strategies like high quality video. And so I think that's one of the main stipulations. And it's funny because I even hear that from big teams. So what do you what do you what are you doing to market yourself? You're still going on buses on park benches. Like I, I don't understand where that line is, is drawn in your company. When you, when you ask me questions like that, because not only can I use this video as a source of Facebook marketing, but I can use it as a landing page. I can cut it up, use it for an intro for some listing videos. I can even, um, you know, bring it to listing presentations with me. And then that's how I help when, uh, you know, new clients and it shouldn't, ever be about how much money you're going to invest in a video. It, it, it should be thought about how much are you willing to invest in yourself and in your business? If that video is worth 1500, 2000 and even 3000, how is that going to, you know, you got to make sure that it represents you and your business and 3000. If you use that one video and cut it up, like I said, in multiple marketing initiatives across the, the, the course of a year, that's $3,000 a year. How much are you spending on paper? How much are you spending on other ads? Why don't you just step back from the business, take a look at the numbers and make sure that it makes sense for you. But I'm telling you any high quality video, that's how you're going to attract the people. And that's how I've done it in 14 months. And it's, and it's funny because when you say that a lot of people see it as one video, right? I'm spending 2,500 to $3,000 for one video, but it's not one video. This is, can be, this will be years and years of marketing. You know, if you spread it out, like like how you say you can cut it up, you can take pieces of it. um, So it becomes, uh, you know, uh, a whole army of videos that you can you can unleash uh, on your marketing and on your, you know, especially in in, with your Facebook marketing uh, within if you're definitely targeting the luxury market. Um, you know, you can spend those dollars, you know, if you, if you're targeting the luxury market, but you're making your own videos might be a little more difficult to, uh, to break through. But, uh, and it's funny, even, even videos that you do on your own, like I, and I know you've done some in your car and so have I, and they live forever and it's continuous marketing. I've had clients come up and like, man, I I loved the video you made. And I'm like, man, I made that. I made that like three years ago, but people are still watching <laughs> yeah. it. And it's so the marketing I've, I've put it out there and then the marketing continues to work. Right. So vi- videos I find yeah. are an ongoing marketing tool that you can just, you, you put it out there and people will search, people will find it. I had a guy from Texas, uh, give me a call because he had, he had gotten swindled into a buyer representation agreement without really knowing what he was signing. And I had a video kind of explaining the buyer rep. So he gave me a call from Texas, right? Um, you never know where this marketing will lead you or what kind of business it's going to bring. Uh, and that's just one example, but yeah, um, absolutely. And you know what, man, you don't have to spend that kind of money either. So, I mean, if you go through my Facebook page and go through my videos, a lot of my videos are just my, yeah, I invested a thousand dollars in a nice camera, but mostly that's just a point and shoot technically, right? It's on a tripod and I just move it to different locations and cut it up. So, you know, you can't really tell it looks like a full production company, but you buy what I buy that camera for a thousand bucks. I bought a lapel mic for 27 off Amazon and I use iMovie, which comes for free with my computer. So you know what? It's, it's, it doesn't have to be 
very expensive. It doesn't have to be that high quality. You can buy a cheap camera that looks really good on Facebook. So it, it, it takes them a little bit of time and dedication to learn it yourself. And, you know, for the higher production videos, maybe you just do one a year, like I was saying, and you spend that 15, 3000. Yeah. And the way that marketing is, is extremely, uh, you know, the fact that you mentioned the bus benches and the buses, like, you know, you, those are expensive. That's expensive advertising. <laughs> yeah, you tell me, you know, you're reaching the people driving by, um, driving by your bus bench may not even be able to afford what you're selling. Right. So you're getting all these eyeballs seeing your, seeing your advertising, but they can't even buy what you're selling. And in the sense, like, so for you, once you've done these videos, you've got the videos, what, what approach do you take to get those videos in front of the people in front of your target, uh, audience? Are you using a lot of Facebook advertising or what's your strategy with once you Mm -hmm. have the $3,000, $2,000 video, what's next? So that's a, that's a very good question because it all comes down to strategy. So if I'm going to invest that amount of money into a high quality video, how can I get it in front of the most amount of people, especially ones that are going to be interested in my market? So one of the first things that I like to do, because you don't want to overspend on your advertising budget, especially if you just spent money on the video. So the most important thing is to kind of, it all goes back. We could, This is a whole different podcast, but it all goes back to creating your own audience. So what I like to do is I like to build up my organic reach first. So what I'll do is I'll wait till it gets to about a thousand um, uh, organic touches. So maybe about 500 to a thousand views. And then from there I start boosting the post. The reason why I boost and I don't put it in ads manager is because it pops up more organically in people's timelines. So I don't put send message. I don't put watch now, learn more. I don't do that for my videos and and most of my actually advertising anyways. But the reason why is because it pops up more organically. So the reason why I wait till I have a big foundation or a larger foundation of organic reaches and touches is because Facebook's going to match that. Facebook puts out your posts to a hundred people. From that response, if it's only one like, one share, one comment, they're not really going to push you as hard as they would if you got seven likes, five shares, 10 comments, etc. So it's important to build up that organic foundation first and then go into your detailed marketing. And then you'll watch your pay-per-view, pay-per-click, pay-per-lead go way down. That right there, everyone that's listening was worth you listening to, uh, to the podcast. <laughs> so, so many people don't understand. Yeah, we should always and it's open up with that value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny because a lot of people are, a lot of agents say, ah, oh, it's too complicated. I don't get it. And, but they don't take the time to learn how to do it properly. And, le- you know, you throw the word algorithm out there and it, you know, throws agents out for a loop, right? They're like, well, man, I, I don't understand computers. Yeah, exactly. But once you learn those (laughs) things, so someone in your area that's just kind of going into the ads manager and creating, he's like, man, I'm paying, I'm paying a ton per click and I'm not getting a bunch of engagement or like, you know, they've just haven't taken the time. You, you had to learn this. You either the way that you learned it, I don't know how, if it's, if it was training through your brokerage, if you went online and dug deep into, into how, how can I get a higher organic reach, which will benefit my, my ad spend at the end of the day, you know, you had to learn it. And it was it that complicated. Yeah. Like, 
No, you know what? I didn't, it wasn't even like a tough learning curve either. It, I, I YouTubed some stuff. I'm a part of Facebook groups, but it really wasn't any face-to-face learning, any mentoring, any paid uh, schooling or anything like that. It was just trial and error. And you know what? Like, this is the thing, man. Like I graduated from high school with like a 70% average maybe or less. I just got into university. I left university after two months, went to college. Uh, it was like a bit sports business degree. Like it was nothing. It, it was nothing. Like I'm not an intelligent person on paper. And that's the thing is that you have to kind of break the mold of trying things yourself or, you know, I see way too many new agents, especially investing so much money from coaches and, you know, Facebook mentors and gurus really dude. It took me about three or four ads to really find that sweet spot. And it comes down to, if you've created your own audience, you're not even going to really have to worry about it all that much. If you choose who you want to target to, and I'm not saying in, in a sponsored, sponsored way, I'm talking, who do you connect with daily? Who do you invite to like your page? It's not about the, the amount of likes. It's about the quality of the people who do like your page. And as long as you've created your own audience, you're not going to have to worry too much about how much you're spending per click, per view, uh, per lead, because you're just going to let your audience and your own network do that for you organically. And the more organic uh, touches you have, the more engagement Facebook is going to match it. Yeah. I love the fact that you, you say, you know, it's the quality, not the quantity. Cause there's so many, Absolutely. especially here in, in Ottawa, we've got the Ottawa senators. So a bunch of age, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of agents to boost their pages will give away free sense tickets and stuff like that. So all of a sudden their page has, you know, 2,500 likes, 3000 likes. Um, but they get no business from it. Right. It's not about, no I'd rather have 400 people following me or, you know, and get, four or five sales, uh, from that than having boosted my ego saying, Hey, look at how big my Facebook page is. It's got 3000 likes, you know, it's, that's worth zero if they don't care about you. And they're they're just there for the free shit. 400 likes at a 25% engagement rate. That's a hundred likes per (laughs) post in, I mean, 25% engagement rate is incredibly high, but I'm just saying if, if you got to that level where you are providing so much value to the people that you've kind of created, then that 25% engagement rate might not be too far fetched. Yeah. Have you, so with the recent Facebook's changed its algorithms with the Facebook pages as of late, um, just right before Christmas and to really yep. take away a lot more organic, they want, they know, they know that the, the advertisement, is worth a lot of money. So they're, they're taking away more, more, uh, uh, organic reach from Facebook pages, which is why, you know, I've started delving into groups. Um, it, you're the, you're part of the real estate hacks as well. So you know how you're notified yeah. about everything. Um, so I think building community of, uh, an, a place of value where people join the group, you give value and then they're constantly notified of every piece of content uh, that you're putting out there. Right. Instead of, you know, hoping that Facebook shows it to the right people and the engagement will get there. So um, I imagine, is that something that you've seen? Have you seen your, your Facebook page per se drop? 
Um, no. And, and I'll tell you why, because they're not necessarily halting all organic reach. If I have a good engagement rate and I post and I just do nothing with it, then yes, you're absolutely correct. They're not going to do much to help you get into people's timelines. But if you have a good engagement rate and you are responding to every like, every comment, you're tagging people that uh, out of genuine intent, not fake tags, not, you know, Facebook can tell, right? Facebook knows when things are genuine and not or not. Um, so it, it's important if you have a good engagement rate and people are commenting, people are sharing, you're commenting back and you're engaging. It's a back and forth dialogue. You're not going to have any issues with the organic reaches because every time, let's say I post a video and I get a 10 comments and I re respond to each comment, there's now 20 comments in that thread. And 24 hours later, I'll comment at the bottom and say, thank you everybody for, for watching my video. I really appreciate that. So everybody who's commented, liked, that's going to re-pop up in their feed. And Facebook isn't going to halt that because that's what people want to see because they've engaged with it. But um, it's just so, it, it's not, I haven't seen any business of mine or any of my posts uh, decline because of this new algorithm change. It's actually helped me because people because I've been a, an engager right from the start. I've never let one comment go on my business page without responding to it. Yeah. And that is critical. And it's funny, I'm going through your actual business page right now. So for any agents that, um, want to go, go to Andrew Perry, uh, Revel Realty Inc. And you'll see how the power of a, a video and the engagement, um, I know tons of pages in Ottawa that have a lot more uh, followers than you do. You've got about 1,500. Um, and you're getting, you know, on one of your videos, you have 125 engagements with 25 comments, 16 shares. Um, you know, it shows the power of video, the power of of the engagement from your page. So who cares if you have 3000 uh, people following your page, if you get one like or two likes and it's all your team members, you know, you're, you're absolutely, yeah. you're reaching, you're reaching no one. And here you are. So it's, it's a perfect example of a, an agent that's been in the business for just over a year, getting ton more, uh, you know, out of his marketing than some people that have been in the industry 20 years. Right. Absolutely. So I implore everybody to go check out Andrew Peary uh, on Facebook, as well as uh, your new your new website, um, andrewperry.com, which is the uh, create your own success. Have a look. Um, we're not going to keep Andrew too long. I know uh, we started late due to technical difficulties and Andrew's got another meeting. <laughs> He's a busy, busy man. Um, so. You know, other than that, uh, Andrew, is there any way if people want to reach you, if people want to, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you if they've got questions about, because I think you've given them a lot of value just simply on, uh, you know, getting organic, organic Facebook reach and using that to even boost your post to get even better. So if someone has a question about that or about anything related to uh, the Niagara region, like how, what kind of wine they should buy, et cetera, how do they get a hold of you? <laughs> I can help with that for sure. Well, you know what? I'm, I've got, uh, 
a really good, um, you know, presence on Facebook, obviously. So um, I'm always on it. If you want to direct message me, just go to facebook.com slash Andrew Perry, and you can message me direct on my personal page. Uh, if you're having troubles finding that, I know I'm uh, might be the first or second one down, but if you can't find me, just go to at Andrew Perry real estate on Facebook and you can send me a message through there. There you have it guys. The power of Facebook, screw email, phone, anything, reach Andrew on Facebook. I'm a huge believer of it too. I'm constantly on it. Um, you know, it, it seems like an addiction, but at the end of the day, you know, when you know you're, you're using it as a, as the way to grow your business, it just becomes this entire, uh, marketing system slash CRMs. You know, this, Facebook is basically my CRM. Most of my messages come through messenger, uh, for most of my deals and everything. So it's, uh, the power of Facebook with Andrew Perry. Uh, Andrew, thank you Absolutely. so much. We'll let you get to your meeting and, uh, we'll hopefully have you again on. Okay. Thank you very much guys. I really appreciate that. Awesome. All right, everybody. Take Until care. next time, please take care.